Relax. Big week. I finally won in fantasy. Okay, I think we all... Don't compare your minuscule little one lucky win to the Red Sox championship. I finally won in fantasy. Get out of this. Nothing else for us to this you, is this is I, this is disrespectful. This is wildly disrespectful. This is good guys, bad takes. The podcast for this October is one good guy, one bad guy, 30th. and a couple takes. That's it. Spooky episode. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. I like how this is the disgustingly be overrated because the Red Sox just won, and you've already told me to fuck off like four times. I think we all know why. Never. We've experienced your. Disgusting behavior firsthand, just taking over spotlight, self centered, all about you. But okay, we'll get into something. Okay, I don't know what news story you want to lead with. Uh, the Red Sox. Okay. Okay, like, what do you mean, okay? Former Toronto Blue Jay, Steve Pierce, with the um, MVP. Let's go, Red Sox. American League Championship and the World Series both had weirdos win MVP. That's what Steve Pierce kept saying last night. He said, baseball's a weird sport. You never know what's going to happen. It could be anything. You know what they say? Fourth line wins championships. Don't. Did they really? I started saying that once. Shouldn't. It's true. Is it? Yeah. Unless you put your first line on your fourth line. (laughs) (laughs) That could be true. But yeah, the the MVP award went to Pierce. Um, It could have easily went to Price, though. Personally, I would have given it to Price. Do, do pitchers win it normally? Do pitchers? Yeah, win like I mean, if they have two dominant starts in the World Series. Yeah, like he he did. It just like like he he well, ended, he ended then, the series. Didn't he have some relief, in and he relieved. The, yeah, yeah. He, and so he pitched three times in the series, won them two games. I would have given it to him. So yeah, he easily could have um, traded for it. How funny was it that I predicted Kershaw sucking last podcast? I called five earned runs in the. Uh, his first start that happened. Yeah. So uh, you, every time I say something now, like everyone should listen. I, I think I predicted the length. I think I said five. I I mispredicted David Price by. It a was bit. five or six. We were, I was wavering on it. I don't think I made an official. Prediction. I think I officially said five, and you said six. And I was like, oh shit! If you're the Red Sox fan, and I'm being less conservative than you. No, but then sign. I kind of went back on it. I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So I think I was pretty definite. So I was exactly correct with the amount of runs. That Kershaw was going to give up. I said he's going to suck. I should have just predicted, double predicted it. Because he got hammered twice. Laid money on it. We should have just been like, Kershaw's the worst. He's, let's just bet against him. You should have laid money on it, yeah. I think I could have, you could have won, like, it was like, Red Sox were underdogs last night by like 130? No, not amazing, but yeah. But I still could have made like 130 just for something I already knew was going to happen. There was no way the Dodgers were winning last night. That's, yeah. It's a weirdo take to think that they'd win. Well, after they lost to go down three one, yeah, yeah, it's over. That, Window to the sales, it's over. If game game four, they always say game four is the biggest game in any series. But game four, like if the Dodgers would have won that to tie up the series, it would have been anyone. Like the Dodgers easily could have won the series if they won that game. Yeah, if they but won the they to go two game, two, it was. It was and hard. you think you'd have some momentum after um, that eighteen inning game, but then they just come out like a bunch momentum's of momentum's made up. But their fans sucked. It was really quiet in um, Dodger Park. They they Which just had that, a bunch is that of the name Dodger Park Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Okay, I almost had it. Dodger Park. I think that's the one. You know, the dog park down the street. <laughs> but anyways, the they had, were just filled with celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the LA Kings had the same thing. Like every game, they show all the celebrities at the game. It's like okay, like I'm not here to see Justin Bieber at the hockey game. I'm here to watch the hockey game. Like I don't give a fuck who's there. Yeah, like. They should just got some real fans instead of these fake fans that didn't yeah. even yell. Exactly. Do you see Yasiel Puig was crying about it, saying that the, Red, the Dodgers gifted the Red Sox the World Series? Yeah, you're telling me about that. That's how really about funny. being bad at baseball and the Red Sox being good at baseball? Can you imagine how makes a difference? Manchado and Puig are on the same team? Like, that clubhouse must kind of suck to be in. I feel like Puig's really good half the time and just a really fun guy to be around. The other time, he's just a bitch. I feel like he takes losing hard. But, like, to the point where he's not fun to be around if he's losing. Yeah. And then Machado's just a big baby. Yeah. I thought it was extremely fitting that he struck out to end the game. Yeah, on one knee. He didn't... 
he did nothing. Like he, I think he had a good game one. It was a good game one. He had three hits or something. But then he went. He kept going over. Kept popping up and, well, and striking the, the out. The whole series. It wasn't a series of like superstars. It was a series of like bottom of the order players. Like Muncy got the home run, and he's not bottom of the order. But you know what I mean. Like it a couple stars didn't show up. Yeah, on both sides of the ball. Bellinger just took an ice bath before he started in the playoffs this year. Well, and then after not um, great. Pomeranz took a nice bath, bath after. Uh, not Pomeranz, it's Porcello. Porcello almost had it. Porcello jumped into the tub naked. The like the beer. Did you see the extended video? Where I looked for it, I couldn't find it. I, I saw it today on Twitter. He literally, everyone's just standing there, and he just strips <laughs> naked in like point <laughs> five, like just like he just took like five seconds, and he's naked jumping in there. Mr. Confidence, Jesus. And when he when he was getting naked too, he he had his pants. Get tied up around his ankles, right? Because he's like, yeah, the pants are all like looped down, your socks. So he's like, he's like struggling to get it off, but he's just completely naked, just but like <laughs> with his pants stuck around his ankles <laughs> before he even could get it off and jump in. Man, what a guy! That thought that was pretty funny. Um, Alex Cora, first year manager, takes him to the promised land. Is this the best Red Sox team ever? Yeah, well, I, I found it really funny after when he's like, I just have one question for ownership can you take this trophy to? Puerto Rico, and they just kind of like they didn't really answer. They just kind of looked around. Like, like yeah, yeah, you, you can. We're not going to stop <laughs> like, what you. What a weird time to like put him on blast. Well, he did the same thing. Uh, you can tell he loves his country. Very proud of it. Uh, when he was in contract negotiations, he didn't ask. Like he didn't figure out the specifics of the deal or anything. He said the first thing he asked for was that could the Red Sox fly uh, a plane full of supplies to puerto rico because yeah. it was the time of need he's like just f- i need like that's what that's what my request is like before yeah, i manage here bonus? yeah like this is j- just send a plane of stuff because red sox have their official planes and whatnot so yeah they're just like he's like yeah can you send a plane full of goods and uh everything to puerto rico yeah big classy guy speaking about the kind of celebration i was really annoyed at the tv coverage it took forever to like like, the players just kind of awkwardly standing there. They just won the World Series, but it's like, oh, we have to wait 10 years for the trophy. We have to see the fucking truck get given away and just an ad. And then Sportsnet's like, you don't want to see this. Let's see Matthew's injury updates. And then they, like, show the the celebration, but not the audio from it. It'd just be the two commentators like, I used to play baseball. I wanted to play in the MLB. And just, like, it's so... I, I hate how sports networks. Like, they think you want to see their analysts talk about how their predictions are right or just, like, fill their egos. It's like, no, we want to see the celebration. Like, show us this champagne shower in the clubhouse. I don't care. Like, it's it's fun to see. They just had a huge, biggest accomplishment in the sport. Let's just watch that. Yeah, Sportsnet is possibly the biggest joke. I feel like every station does it, though. I mean, not but every, like but a lot do. Why? Like I don't understand why they even employ these guys past the end of the J season. Do I want to hear the biggest clowns, especially for a team I don't like? It was it was weird that like yeah, between, you're, you guys are Jays like, like panelists. Like, like why after, are you talking? Yeah, like Abricks and stuff. They'd talk and like talk a lot about Pierce, obviously because he's a J. But it's like, well, if there's a Canadian on the team, we can kind of see it. But like, why? Why do we care? Why not just use um, ESPN's or Fox Sports One's coverage? Like, why are we? Recomplicated. I want to build uh, a raft with um, pool noodles and tape. Not not too strong tape. Tape that can fall apart in a little bit. But like tape. And put Jamie Campbell on it and put him down the river. Down the river? Yeah. Maybe we'll throw the Jays announcers on there too. Like I feel like they could all go on the raft down the river. I feel like that would be... A- Pretty and just like and we could film that, and then we could have live filming of that, and then they could go back to the panel and be like, "Oh my god, what happens next?" I feel like no one likes their team sports coverage. It's one thing I learned last. Like we we're at a, a party and we we're complaining about it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I hate the blah blah blahs coverage. Sucks. The blah blah blahs coverage sucks. Like no one likes it." Seems. I feel like it's a narrative though. People will want to hate it. Yeah. Like even if it doesn't suck, people. Well, hate I, it. I think everyone thinks they're smarter than them. And most people might start a podcast, but like, yeah, they they probably call themselves like good guys, bad takes. Or yeah, something. exactly, <laughs> Goober City. But like, yeah, I just it's everyone just hates it. Well, I think like 
because they're appealing to the average viewer, not the more advanced viewer. Like the people who actually wanted to see those guys' faces and hear them speak don't probably know too much about baseball. Yeah. Like that they're playing, when all they know about baseball is from them, so it's they're well their words God. To the average Canadian baseball fan, they don't really know. Yeah. But the thing is, like at that part, it's not like we're but at the World Series. Fans. But at the World Series, really? Like the World Series coverage. We want to see Rick Porcello jumping naked into the tub of beer. I can see why we don't see that, but okay. Uh, we want to see everybody freaking out, losing their minds, and partying in the clubhouse. And all that we're getting is um, the Jays panelists discussing baseball. What? Sad. Yeah, weird. Very sad. It's like they could, if they ended off being like, see you in however many, 162 days till spring training, is one thing, but they're just like blabbering on about nothing. Yeah, what? I don't know why they just didn't get the Fox feed. The Fox people would have covered it all. We don't need to see. Yeah. Like, they, they, but they even send people out there. Like, they send their own people yeah, to go ask, the, like, the questions. Hazel and whatever. Hazel May and, uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, I forget. I, I can picture him. Ariel Hawani or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think, like, both of those, like, they're good reporters. It's just, like, why are they there? They just, it was just kind of blue awkward Jays. and weird. Well, and it's like, obviously, Fox Sports 1 would get the marquee players. So they got, like, random whatever. It's like, kind of who's available. Yeah. Like, why are we watching this? Yeah. Like, the, the Hazel May was interviewing um, Steve Pierce, and all we heard was Core in the background going off to ESPN. Uh, yeah, because the they're so feed. close to each other. Yeah. You, could, you heard whole, all of Core's interview. Yeah. Almost so you, instead of Pierce's. Yeah. Well, that, and Pierce talked like, yeah, so. Uh, he's a very. And Core is like, oh my God, like, blah, blah, blah. He's very calm demeanor. He's really, like, he seems to really enjoy everything he does. Really yeah. enjoy himself. Yeah, oh, for sure. Coming back to Boston next year. That's my goal. My He's been on every AL East team, so thing that he finishes off with a With his favorite. Series. With his favorite. Next year, he'll go to, like, the National League. No, he's staying. He has to We're collect staying. them all. Collect them all. Do a different, Just like Pokemon? Different Just like Pokemon. Except for you never played Pokemon. We, we brought this up last week. Well, I guess you'll never know what it really, truly feels like to catch them all. I caught a fair bit on Pokemon Go. Fair bit doesn't count. Catch them all. Fair enough. Um... You know what I would have liked to seen? What? On TV, Chris Sale's dad. The video of Chris Sale's dad whips his shirt off and starts swinging it around like he's at a rodeo. Yeah. It was great. That was really funny. And then everyone's like, oh, who's that lady standing next to him that looks so like disappointed and annoyed? And then all the comments are like, oh, yeah, that's his wife. That's his wife. That's great. It's a pretty good aspiration. Just like, oh, the wife's like, oh, my God. And then he's just woohoo, yeah. flinging it around. That's great. That's uh, one great thing about when a team wins this championship in this day and age. All the players are posting on Snapchat, Instagram, Periscope, or whatever, Facebook Live, so we can see all the celebrations. Like we don't rely. Do you want to like list every sports. single streaming yeah. service? Yeah. Okay. So we don't rely solely on um, like the TV. Like we can see what the players are actually doing and the fun they're having. It's yeah. kind of like how after Washington won the cup, we saw Ovechkin for the next seventy-two hours and how he was just. Just everywhere with it. Just on a bender. The Red Sox were in the club last night, ordered 70 bottles, and were just spraying champagne everywhere. Yeah, that's not too surprising. Sounds like fun. Have we? Is there a picture of the receipt yet? No, not when yet. the Bruins won, I think it was the Bruins, they, there was a picture of the receipt, and it was like $10,000. It's really funny because it was like... 10000 is not even big. No, it's funny because it was like 32 Cosmos, <laughs> like just like... Weird chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the Bruins would all drink strawberry daiquiris. Yeah. Well, this was like Tyler Sagan years too. <sighs> yeah, but the Jaguars spent fifty k in London. Well, we're supposed to spend fifty k, but got arrested for it. That's funny. Yeah. They seem to have a time. They enjoy themselves. I, I didn't realize that there was two games in London this year. Do they do that normally? I don't know. Maybe are is they, there even more? I don't know. Are they both at Wimbledon? Wimble, not Wimbledon. Wembley Stadium? Yeah. They were both at there. Not Tottenham Stadium or just naming off the English stadiums? I know. Yeah, there O2 you go. Center? Oh, I'll just keep naming them all. Yeah, O2 Center. They um, were, uh, someone brought it up this week. Goodell said it's not in the foreseeable future, but eventually there could be a Super Bowl in uh, London. I don't think a Super Bowl should be in London. Why not? Because you take it out of the states, so states sucks. Then the states won't have the Super Bowl. Like it just, 
Why your marquee of marquee events? Why put it in a market? That it would sell out. Team? It would it, sell, it out. sell out. It sell plane rides. Yeah, like sell hotels. It's the Super Bowl is the American event. Like it's Americana in one event. Why put that in England? Well, maybe just let the XFL be Americana, and then maybe yeah. We can be the Copacabana. I saw a really funny tweet this week. It was the guy who was at um Copacabana. What's it called? The Rose Bowl. The or Rose. LA, LA Coliseum, like the stadium. Okay. And he's like, "There's, I can't buy anything here that is for the XFL 20, 2001 championship gear at all." <laughs> really funny. Uh, would you buy XFL gear? Oh, every day. I think they're opening a player commitment player something in the 2019 sometime in 2019 they're gonna start signing players okay i've been looking at afl aaf gear a bit but you see menzel said he's not interested in either of the leagues as of now i think he's pretty happy in the cfl even though they, they sat him do you know how we we're kind of talking about we should go to the one game apparently he's not going to play what yeah he's in hamilton what? this week and then toronto the week after what or he was just in toronto and then hamilton this week and he's not Speaking about the CFL, Riders' big win, home playoff game. This is a big deal that they get a home playoff game. A big deal to you and 10 other people who live in Saskatchewan. Big deal to the CFL. Big deal to the stadium. Big deal to the history of the CFL. Big deal. Those 15 people applaud. Do you know what would be really funny if Calgary loses to Saskatchewan so they don't make the Grey Cup on their home stadium, in their home stadium? Do you agree that... Amazing. That could be amazing. A nice civil war topic. <laughs> maybe we could just have Calgary versus Saskatchewan battle. They uh, maybe they should move the Grey Cup to England. Maybe, See how it does. Maybe should they should rename it, not call it the Grey Cup. It's named after uh, a guy with the last name Grey. Yeah. I think it's the same. Grey, a little bit boring. I think it's the same guy that Earl Grey team is named after. Earl Grey T. Yeah, I think this guy's pretty guy. popular. And there's like three towns in Saskatchewan. He's named he's after him. Big football guy, big tea guy. I could be wrong about that. You might be is. wrong. Probably are wrong, but I'm going to roll with it now. No one's going to fact check me. I dare you listeners to fact check me on this. <sighs> I didn't want to fact check you, but now I have to. So I can make you look, like, I want to make you look stupid now. Last week when I was editing, at one point I asked you a question and you're like, ah, uh, all you heard is a clicky clack of your keyboard. <laughs> and you like, obviously read it off. I was like, oh. Well, you know, sometimes I just don't know everything off the top of my head. I would say like 1% of the time because 90% of the time I'm right and I know what's going on. So I don't experience too much uh, being wrong or unknowledgeable. Back to the World Series this Saturday. We went to this party. And we sat in the basement watching Game 6. And so we're in the basement watching Game 6. And, like, people would kind of shuffle in and out. And we talked to people or whatever. But there was, like, a whole party going on upstairs that we did not see. Some people would say that it was a Halloween party with a World Series watch party in the basement. In a uh, VIP section. But I would say it was a World Series watch party with... A side Halloween party going upstairs. What girls would do is they'd open the door, go like, "Oh, I didn't realize there was a VIP section," and then close the door and walk away. And we're like, "What's this?" It was weird. But then, so we we spent most of the night in the basement. Apparently, there was a fire upstairs. Both of us did not see it, did not know about it. Someone was telling us about it. I was like, "We okay. were eyes glued to the TV for four hours in a basement yeah. in a, in somebody's room too." Like, yeah, it, some uh, random person's room. People came in. He's, he's in not that random. Nick. Like, okay, random enough. Not random, not like, too random. I met him that day. I did. And I met like, him before. We we talked to different people because different people would come in, sit for us for a couple innings, and leave. And it was weird. Sit for us or with us? With us. Oh. And then um. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. I stopped a fire that night, not to break. We we're upstairs after the game, and this chick was trying to turn on the oven. I said, "I don't think you should do that." She's like, "No, I need you to toast this bread, a single piece of bread." She wanted to use the oven for. I said. I think they'd have a toaster. Look over there. Point her in a random direction. So she walked away. I was like, okay, problem solved. And then she comes back later, like four minutes later, gives a bread to her friend. Her friend puts an absurd amount of ketchup on it and then starts eating it. Like, not even... like Not, not to... It was bread with ketchup on it. Like, just a piece of white bread that she found in the fridge, slathered ketchup on it, and just ate it and walked away. Also, bread was in the fridge. She didn't just say that. The bread loaf was in the fridge, which is kind of odd. 
And then I asked her, why are you eating this monstrosity of food? And she's like, oh, it's because you guys don't have fries. I want fries. So I made this instead. So it's basically like fries. She said, and she like got really close to me to tell me this. I was like, ooh, did Nick find a girlfriend? I hate the smell of ketchup. I Nick was and like, ketchup get this girl. Ooh, Nick and ketchup girl. It was. It was a weird, weird night. Nick and ketchup girl. That's never. Well, that's a little crazy, Nick. Ooh, Next hashtag. Nick and ketchup girl. It's getting cut. <laughs> this is not getting cut. It's getting cut. Why? You it's... brought up the story. I mean, you took it to a place. You took it. Really I think it's a place. really funny place that I took it to. Anything okay. else you want to talk about baseball with? You know, we, so I already got the, my baseball. Actually, I had one more baseball thing, and then we'll go to football. Uh, I just wanted to get a little little prediction going on. Where's Manny Machado going to go, and where's Bryce Harper going to go? I think Harper's going to Chicago. I think Manchado's going to... Ooh, what, pronounce his name again, please. Manchop is going to... <laughs> Manchu Walk? <laughs> no, you better correct yourself. It's going to the Yankees. You, the third, third time's a charm, so try again. Manchado... It's Are you like? Do you have? Do you, is that wrong, Machado? Yeah, it's fucking wrong. What's it, how's it pronounced? Machado. Machado. There's no N in there. There's no I in there. It's not Minchado. He's not like half Japanese, half Minchado. Dominican. I, I, I think Machado. Machado is going, is going to the Yankees, and Harper's going to the Cubs. I'll say Harper. Yeah, Harper goes to the Cubs. I think that's. Apparently, Top he has option. a cat named um, Wrigley. Cats named after baseball fields. I feel like that's a great idea. I don't know. I like. I don't know if Ryan I, if I know anybody else. Ryan has a cat named Fenway. For those who don't know him, that me and Harper are in an elite class of individuals uh, that know how to name pets. I wonder if he has goldfish named Cub. Probably not. Ryan had a goldfish named Red Sox. Or no, it wasn't a goldfish. It was a betta fish. It was a betta fish. At least you at least you can clarify there. Thank We've you. known each other a year, and I know the name of his childhood fishes. And it died on Christmas morning. Oh, really? Didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, so. Depressing. How long do you have it? Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, no, a couple months. I don't know. Okay, yeah. It Fishes sucked. don't last long. Got like tail rot, nosedived. I tried to treat it. You know, I thought it got better. Boom, dead. <sighs> you know... Damn. Every pet I've had has died. Not your current pets, obviously. No. Like, okay, well, since I just said every pet I've had died, I just want to clarify that was a really dumb statement because obviously things die. Yeah, that was a really dumb statement. But I I meant premature deaths. Way to depress the audience. <laughs> yeah, tune into our sports podcast, you know, two university kids talking about sports. Yeah, so our pets died, and it's really sad, and... <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the way life goes, Nick. Uh, so we already kind of dipped into a little NFL action. We kind of already went over a couple of things. Um, did you see that Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, the Browns, two of the Browns coaches, were fired today? Oh, I saw that. Oh, oh man. I saw that there's a, uh, you could bet on who their next coach or their next full-time coach would be, but I didn't see that they were fired. Yeah, they were fired. And did you want to, the the new offensive coordinator for the Browns? Who is it? His last name's Kitchens. Kitchens? Something's brewing up in the kitchens? And guess who's the quarterback? Can't handle the heat? Get out of the kitchens? Guess who's the quarterback? Baker. Baker Mayfield? Oh my God. Baker in the kitchens? Baker's cooking in the kitchen? Yep. Baker's baking in the kitchen? Yep. 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 Um, so that's wild. Next coach there. Who knows? Terrible organization. Who knows? Um, why do the Giants keep sticking with Eli Manning? I, I feel like the Giants are going to suck anyway, so might as well keep with the veteran. Give them until, like, three games left. But, like, he And then stinks. the very last game, put him in. Let him have his retirement. Hmm. Hopefully he retires because I don't want to see him anymore. Well, his con- like, how's his contract? He throws ducks. Like if me you and Eli were in the backyard, we would look the same. I think. Like, oh my quack, gosh, quack, Eli quack, one, Eli two, there. and Eli three. Just be a duck. Uh, yeah, duck pond over there. People would throw bread at us. I could see myself pecking a couple pieces of bread off the ground. <laughs> um. So it looks like Fitz Magic is back. He's taking over from crab legs. Oh, really? Already? Yeah, because he, because of last week's start, he or 
Winston sucked. So then Fitzmagic came back in, led a giant comeback only to fall, up sh- fall short. But now he's confirmed starter next week. Wow. He's Harvard back. Educated. He's wild. He is. It's wild that like, I feel like the NFL, people get in their minds, these are the starting quarterbacks. And he's like backups who suck for five years, come out of nowhere, all of a sudden play really good, and they're like, I feel like if you're Damn. if you're just like this average backup who has like these really good like random spurts, then you can just live on forever. Well, it's kind of like um, Bridgewater and Case Keenum, and um, they're just chilling, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Foles, like, do you know the greatest backup of all time? Clipboard Jesus. I was gonna say McPherson, Charlie Whitehurst. That's his name. He used to be. I think he was on the Titans and the Colts, and that's that was his nickname. Because he'd always have his clipboard. Yeah. He had this long black hair, long big black beard. Call him Clipboard Jesus. I was going to make nickname. a CFL joke and say uh, McPherson, who is Anthony Kelvill's backup for like a decade. But I think you'd be laughing by yourself. Uh, it's not even that funny of a joke. So how weird is it that the top guy for the Browns job was on the we- betting website was Sean McVay? What uh, a lie. Bring up the tweet now to read up the odds. So according to Bet Online, I've never really heard of him. The next head... The- uh, next full-time head coach for the Cleveland Browns, the betting odds are Sean McVay, plus 200, Lincoln Riley, plus 225, Zach Taylor, it's weird to have a head coach named Zach, 550, uh, John DeFlippo, DeFlippo, plus 650. The Saskatchewan Butcher. Brian Flores, plus 750, Dan Campbell, plus 750, David True. Tab, David Tab, Tube, plus eight hundred. Oh, why did you have so much trouble with I a T O U B? I should not be the one. T O U B. Nico's tap, tap, tapestry. I mean, uh, is I, that I what it means? I don't read out loud often, so in my head I just can't remember the spelling. I don't actually like players. I'll like hockey players. There'll be a player from Russia, and I'll read them, and like I'll know about them via reading, and then someone will talk about them, and I'll think it's two different players, and it's like. Oh, it's the same guy. I do that constantly. Nick is not very good at English. Jim Harbaugh, plus 1,200. Bill Belichick, plus 2,000. You're having a lot of trouble speaking the names. Isn't it exciting that Bill Belichick's going to leave the Patriots? Yeah, you know, he's taking that prestigious Browns job. Everybody wants it. He's too tired with with TB12. Doesn't like Tom Brady anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he just... It's a good flip. Um, he's Sounds just going back Mike. to the Browns. Yeah, Bill Belichick back to the Browns. That'd be wild. Wild. To take his five, six rings? Five rings. Five rings back to the Browns. Be a bold move. Very bold move. Yep. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like if he went back to the Browns, he'd have to fire everyone. And bring in his own guys that are like... Everybody would be fired. But yeah, like... Even the like offensive line coach that everyone loves would be. Fired. I don't think you could fire him. You need an official donut sponsor. Something door big enough for him to leave. Yeah, he would. They he doesn't leave the stadium. Probably he just stays there every day. <laughs> yeah, away games he's like, ah, I'll call in. Yeah, what there's probably like uh, Dunkin' Donuts in the stadium. He's like, oh, I'll just eat here. Yeah, just dinner every meal. Yeah, stay here. Like six meals a day. I wonder what he did. Like, what does was he an offensive lineman before? Probably. I have no idea. I've never looked him up. I, I, I've always, every time I see a video of him, I was like, oh, I should look him up. But I don't know his name, so. Funny looking guy from the Browns. Yeah. Um, trade deadline tomorrow. Anything big going to go down tonight, tomorrow? Anything? What well, big news happens before this is released? We'll sound like idiots. I don't think so. Like, It was busy the last week, but nothing up now. So I feel like I football, know. like, it's just, it's hard to trade a football player just with the playbook and everything. It's not like, You'll trade for a quarterback. It's not like you could trade for... Like you might trade for a receiver, but like, there's yeah. not many receivers you could trade. Well, even and, a, a tree, like the if you trade a receiver, like they have to learn a, learn a complete new like blocking scheme, a root tree like system like too. Like It's not like it's Yeah, it's, it's hard to just walk onto NFL team mid-season. Yeah, which is well, why... Well, really, any football team. I feel like special teams is probably the... If you get special teams pieces. Well, it's like how, like, it's, like, Johnny Menzel getting traded midseason was so weird. Like, when's the last time a quarterback got traded midseason in any league? Yeah, that's weird. It usually never happens. Uh, and then tonight, we have the Patriots on the Monday Night Football game being recorded before the game because we want to watch the game. Before well, I do, at least. 
<sighs> Shut up. No one likes the Leafs. Um, this is the the game in Buffalo, right? Yeah, it's in Buffalo, so we could have actually went to this game. We yeah, we'd be going to it. We just didn't know how to get to Buffalo. If you know how to get to Buffalo, email us. Yeah, from St. Catharines without a car. Yeah, because we figured out like, we we could bus across the border, but then we kind of be stuck because we yeah. would we'd be like downtown Buffalo, and it's not in Orchard Park. Yeah, we would need it would be a process. Other, and we're not taking fifty dollar, hundred dollar taxis. Well, yeah, everywhere. we wouldn't have data. Data. Yeah, so we'd be kind of stuck. But well, then. We realized too, like during the game, it's like we could have went to the Detroit game. We should have went to the easier. Detroit game. Yeah, like we could just bust to Windsor and then sleep in Windsor and do a do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we could have just um, taken the bus that goes across the border. It's like five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is that goes across the border. Uh, before we move on from NFL, I want to talk about my favorite quarterback ever, the Bo Blake Bortles. Actually, my second favorite quarterback ever. Who's the he, first? Dan Darian Durant. He, um, okay, we're not, we're, mm, go on. I just said quarterback, I didn't say NFL quarterback. Did you see the, I forget the player's name, who said, if you look at tape of him, you can tell that Colin Kaepernick should get a job. What a, oh yeah. Sports is so fun when players act like that. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. That, yeah, he just chokes like, the, the shit out of him. I hate the disrespect to the boat, but like, oh my God. He went out, you know, he put him in a body bag. So Malcolm Jenkins said Malcolm that. Jenkins was the one? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I, that's what my prediction, prediction would have been from the yeah. Eagles. Makes sense. Any other NFL thing? No. No. I will quickly talk about uh, this Friday. I was in TDOT. What's that? You know, I don't city, know what that is. Toronto. That's not your city. It's not my city. Not my city either. Garbage city. So, is Newmarket a city? No. Okay. Not yet. So you don't have a city. Anyway, so, um, I'm from a city and you aren't. I guess you have to call me city slicker. Anyway, so I was in Toronto. This is why, oh my god. So I was in Toronto. Just carry on, Nick. I went to, uh, the Toronto Marlies versus the Syracuse Crunch game. And if Syracuse you haven't been to Crunch. a... If you haven't been to a Marley's game, like the tickets are like less than a quarter of the price of a Leaf ticket, and the hockey's pretty good level, and the in-game stuff's okay. But I think everyone in the Coca-Cola Coliseum played this game called "How Do We Get in Nick Holroyd's Way" for most of the game. Like the mascot dog stood just right beside me on the stairs in my way. People in front of me would stand up to let someone pass, and they just like talk for the nickname's five minutes. Dog. Uh, I think it's Duke. Why do you call the him dog? dog? I said a dog. A, a real dog? Yeah, it's a real dog. Labrador. And then, oh, really? Like, the whole game. <laughs> it's a real dog? This isn't a video, so you can't see that. So the whole game, I was like trying to look around people, and it, it sucked. Real dog. That's cool. And well, they had this like 12-year-old do the DJing, and he'd play like 30 seconds of each song, and it sucked. I heard he played Sweet Caroline, and was like, like it was like Sweet Caroline, the normal chorus, and it was like, Face drop and it was like kind of like yeah glass started, it was a glass he's throwing shattering. his hands up <laughs> and like putting his hand to his ear and like of the like the coca-cola coliseum so it seats about four thousand there's about two thousand there and like during the intermission there's about 500 people in their seats so he's like you're up and it's just nothing no one was going do 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 he was just like doing it to himself it was really funny good move so the uh, can we get back to one no thing no you said? One, 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 one thing you said yeah, out of what? that whole thing you said they were called the Syracuse Crunch? Yeah. Off of that, do you think that every college team should be named after a candy bar? It's not a college team. Oh, sorry. Minor league college. hockey team? Minor league. Yeah. The Toronto Twins. Or not Twins. Toronto... Twix. Twix, thanks. Yeah, so like the Toronto Twix, the Calgary co- Coffee Cream. There's no team in Calgary. That's, oh my God. If you can just please... Belleville. Do you, I don't know candy you, bars, apparently. Coffee Crisp. Coffee Crisp. What do you call it? Coffee Cream? <laughs> That's what you put in coffee. It's not a chocolate bar. You put Coffee Crisp in coffee. Okay, well, I'm going to post a poll and see which... We'll make up some teams and see which one's the best. Yeah. But uh, speaking about wordplay, so they... Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. the arena used to be the Rico Coliseum, and now it's the Coca-Cola Coliseum. So when I was ordering a drink, I ordered a vodka and Pepsi, because I'm baller. And he's like, oh, is Coke okay? I was like, oh, sorry. I guess I forgot the name of the arena we're in. And I got a loud pity laugh. Like, 
such a huge pity laugh is really weird. Have you ever thought about that and maybe then, your jokes do suck and, and like I, every laugh you get is a pity laugh? And then I tweeted, why did you call it the Coca-Cola Coliseum and not the Coca-Cola Seum? I thought it was so funny. I think every time that I hear you laughing, you're just laughing yourself. Like thinking of jokes in your head and you're like, oh, that's great. That's a great one. <laughs> I do one. that a lot. And they're like really obscure jokes that I don't like say them out loud because it's like everyone will make fun well, of Well, as long as it this. makes you happy, Nick. If if I can make a joke and one person laughs, it's worth saying. Yeah, I, is yeah, because then you just know who's the cool person in the room. When you make a joke and they laugh, you're like, oh, this person supports me. I'm great. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, it, nothing's worth Like when you're at a party and one person laughs, it's like, okay, that's the per- person I want to talk to. I hate when I say a joke and. The room doesn't get it. Like, it's a great joke, but, like, the room doesn't get it because they don't even know who, like, a basic person in the world is. And then I hate like, when oh. no one laughs at your joke and then you just can't say something. Like, and you're just, like, either, like, blunt or just, like, you just say something, like, normally. And everyone laughs and it's like, okay, that wasn't a joke. Well, I don't know what's funny. I, yeah. Like, I happens all the time. Sense of humor. People. Some skewed ones. We did a, a school project. Or did I we? did a school project. You weren't there. Huh. And they're, like, debating if they should have confetti. And I was like, I don't think so. I think that'd be really tacky. I might as well have been um, David Chappelle. Everyone was laughing so hard. It's like, I called something tacky. That would be tacky. That's not That's not overly funny. It's a good comment, but it's not overly funny. Yeah, I, it's, I was serious. Like, I think it'd be tacky. Yeah, you know. I've actually... There's a lot of people you can meet that are really funny people. Some people that never have made me laugh once in my life. Well, then they think they're funny, but you never laugh from them. And they just say jokes that are just terrible. And you're like, oh, my God. Isn't that weird how someone, I've, I could have known them for, like, five years, never made me laugh once. Yeah. Well, like, obviously, not everyone you meet has to make you laugh. Like, uh, you can have friends that you don't find funny. You just like being around. It's also like, different types of humor, too. Like, some types of humor, like, like I can just be, look at them and be like, wow, I can't believe you did that. That's hilarious. But like, But, like, not be laughing. Like, it's yeah. still funny in my head that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. That's. That's hilarious. Do you know what really throws me off? Someone that's really funny over text, but then in person it's just kind of quiet and like not funny. Yeah. I like people that throw me off. Like without going, without crossing a line, I like underhanded, backhanded, wild comments that just throw me off. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that person said yeah, that. Yeah, especially like, like when it's like someone that you've known for a while and then they just pop up with a comment out of nowhere. It's the best. Yeah. So this is uh, Good Guys, How to Make Good Jokes, the podcast. Yeah, How to Make Good Jokes for Dummies. Yeah. The first example on how to make a good joke. Uh, just look at your fantasy team. That's a good joke. Because I beat them this week by 1.2 okay, points. Okay, so next topic. Um, Austin Matthews injured. Sucks Yeah, suck. I didn't see that hit even. I'm I didn't either. Fair weather fan. I didn't see that hit. I... He's out for four weeks, and so now no Nylander, no Matthews. Hopefully, Kadri steps up for my fantasy team. Hopefully not. But I, guy I'm facing this week, he has Matthews, so. They're not planning to, to call up anyone from the Marlies. Babcock said today, he said we have enough players. Hmm. So, okay. Oh, I forgot to talk about. At the Marlies game, uh, both the last two first-round picks the Leafs had, Timothy Lilligren and Rasmus Sandin played. Is Rasmus Sandin's first professional North American hockey game. And he played pretty good. He had a goal. He got pushed around a lot. Fell a lot. Like, he was tripping over his own feet all game, but... So, Leafs update for anyone that cares. Nobody. Maybe a couple people. And then Timothy Lilligren looked okay. Actually, the player that stood out to me the most was uh, Jordan Subban. Like, P.K. Subban's brother, which was odd. The player that stood out to me the most was... um... Duke. Duke, the... Yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy. I'll actually have something to talk about for good boys. Good, uh, bad take. Or, what am I... No. It's all a joke. Well, you should listen to our I just, podcast. I, I, yeah. Later, I'm just going <laughs> to advertise for the podcast. No, I was... It's, um... Good boys. Some, I, I'm I tripping right now. What's this called? Okay, we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. It's called Toys for Good Boys. Oh, toys for good boys. It's, I'll, I'll I'll talk about it later. It's a little yeah. little fundraiser. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. Uh, um, what sports have we not hit? No, we're so got hockey. Oh, sorry, NHL deal with MGM Grand. Yeah, finally. 
I'm happy that NHL actually led the way in something like this. Because every sports league is going to do a deal like this. Oh, yeah. So it's nice that the NHL was one of the first, you know, one of the last and got, like, fucking Casino Regina as their sponsor. So I don't know about the other places in Canada, but I know Ontario, the rules are parlay. You have to do parlay. And then they will also, like, Toronto can't support the deal with MGM Grand. Well, it's more of an American deal because they've just legalized sports betting in the United yeah, States. Yeah, so like I don't know what the deal is with all of Canada, but I know that Toronto can't. Like you can't, you can't go and like be I think sitting. Most of Canada's like that. With you can't do that. So do you think that should be overturned across Canada? I think doing parlays is stupid and dumb. I think parlays are stupid and dumb too. I think forcing people to parlays is pretty dumb too. Having government regulation on it, I'm not opposed to. But I'm opposed to the way they do it because they don't—they're not competitive. They force you to do parlays and dumb stuff, so everyone just bets online, anyways. Yeah. So and like betting online is kind of a legal gray area, so everyone you can do it. Yeah. So I think they need to be more competitive with the online, so then like people are like, okay, I'll do it le- like fully legally, fully legitimately. But because but you won't do that now because you have to you're forced to do things. It's just like weed when it wasn't legalized, like people are still going to find a way to do it. Like, it's just like, yeah. it's just gambling too. It's like, no, like, or sports betting. Like if you don't want to do parlays, you can f- still go find when, many other ways to like, do it. I, I can see not wanting to like have people bet on their bantam teams or yeah. like, um, or have it like sports that can easily be rigged, but it's like, it's the NHL. Some yeah, Joe professional Schmo, sports. Like I'm, if I bet fights. on the CFL, it's not going to be rigged because of me. I'm not going to or the NF, NHL. Like, no, it's, it's a weird. Like, if, if the if sports are rigged, it's a huger problem, and your make forcing to do parlays won't call it, help that. No, so yeah, I think that they should I, get with uh, the times. I know someone who coaches youth hockey, so I told them once. I was like, "Yeah, you should." Uh, just fix all the sports and t- fix all the games. Tell me, and I'll bet on it, and we can make a lot of money. And worst comes to worst, you'll be on the news. Did not go for it at all. <laughs> you brought that up. I brought it up. Did not even. Didn't even play along with it. Just nope. He just shut it down. They just shut it down. Yeah. Hard on move. Yeah. At least humor it. It's a joke. Yeah. Um. So, what are your top surprises and top disappointments so far in the NHL season? Uh, disappointment's definitely Vegas. I'm not surprised that they've kind of regressed to the mean. I think I think they're a better team than they're playing now, but I don't think they're like they're not going to make the Cup final. They're not a Cup final team, mm-hmm. but they're playing really bad, and a lot of my fantasy is based on them. And then I think Flyers disappointing too. Flyers really disappointing. I Flyers and Carolina both really disappointing. Flyers like they they have good youth uh, decor. They have gritty. And they just they're they're playing terrible. They just they can't get a good goalie. They can't I make a save. Expect more for a team with gritty. I, it's you can't get a mascot like gritty and suck. So, and then the Blues and Stars are also off to pretty poor starts. Uh, I'm not surprised with the Stars. They got uh, Connor Kerr can play them like second pairing, but the Blues they've just been a disappointment the last decade. I just think so Jake, they mis- need a new goalie. So much missed potential. Goalies Great. are hard to come by. Like yeah. all the, every team you listed, a good goalie, they wouldn't be like that. Or like a goalie playing good. Mm-hmm. Like Vegas has a good goalie, he's just not playing amazing. But like that goalies happens. make such a difference in the NHL that's unbelievable. And then for surprises, Habs, Buffalo, and the Oilers so far. Pretty good starts for all of them. Which sucks because I have the under on Buffalo and the total season points. Ooh. I don't even Over know. under I bet a lot of total season points. But, go um, Montreal go, right? What? Go Montreal go. Oh, man. I do not want Montreal to do amazing. One Why not? Why wouldn't you say, want Montreal to do amazing? One thing I have to say is I was totally wrong about Max Domi. I thought that trade was really dumb because I like Kilchenyuk. I think he's a bit of an underrated player, IMO. But like Max Domi just came in and is doing really good, and it's... Like, I don't think he'll keep this... Like, he has 11 points in 10 games. He's not going to keep that rate. But he's going to end the season with at least 40 points. Yeah. not more. Like, he's he's going to stay good, I think. Well, just a change of scenery. Just a change of, like, philosophy. Better line mates. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the... Gilchenyuk went to 
more or less took his spot and now he's doing bad so it's like it's obviously it's a lot of environment zona sucks that's the problem yeah, apparently montreal is going to be really good in a few years when they get all the prospects cooking up if Mont- they don't screw it up if they don't screw it up but they have some good prospects so you know yeah mm, so, bunch of young guys bunch of young guys just so good. everyone knows i have buffalo under 80.5 boston over 101.5 which really sucks because now i have to cheer for boston I have Arizona under 81.5, Anaheim under 96.5, Rasmus Stalin, Rookie of the Year, Kyra McDavid for the heart. But uh, I haven't written down Rookie of the Year. He's not getting the Rookie of the Year this year. So are you sure? You. Yeah, I'm sure. I think Ben Simmons would. <laughs> so, um, just so everyone knows. Just so everyone knows. Just so everyone knows. So, yeah, I think... I thought Buffalo would do under 80 points, which is 40 wins. Still think they'll do that. I guess we'll see. But yeah, probably. I thought those were pretty good bets, to be honest. I mean, Yeah. I do a lot better betting over a season thing and doing futures than I do game by game. Because Analex work better. Over Big the numbers season. guy? Yeah. Analex work better over a season. Than Talking game about game, analytics. Can we cancel Sid Sixero? Cancel Tim and Sid? Gone off the air he's so because of the red sox having the biggest payroll he's saying like because the red sox are becoming a big analytic team he's trashing that they're an analytic team oh well they just have a lot of money so he's just because of that and they spent a lot of money he's saying that analytics well, they're spending a don't lot matter. of money fixing up mistakes of past like they're paying a lot of players to not play for them that's the thing that's just like fixing the mistakes before analytics who are they paying right now if you think about it jd martinez and david price yeah. mostly because the other guys they have on the payroll they have most of them are in arbitration because they have bets been attendee uh bradley bogarts the, most of these guys are really young right devers yeah. like these are all young guys they're paying like pedroia who was out all year paying hanley ramirez 20 million this year who got cut halfway through the year paying sandoval 20 million for his fat ass to be in san francisco like most of the that's like how much are they paying for these guys not even playing on the team? Yeah. Like it's, it's just bad signing. I read an article today that said to win the World Series, you have to be on the top third of innovative analytics teams in the MLB now. Because, like, the Red Sox, pretty innovative in Alex. Houston, very innovative The Dodgers, in too. Even though they the lost Dodgers, the last two, lost. but, like, they still were there, right? The Cubs? The Cubs, they... Uh, Joe Madden, very innovative in Alex. And, like, so Joe Madden, he's innovative when he won with the Rays, innovative when he won with the Cubs. Like, it's... It's not, like, just the side thing. It's not a debate of if it works or not. It's a debate of how much you have to invest into it and how much, like, like what stream to go. Like, do you go straight numbers data? Do you go, like, wearable technology? Like, what's next and how do you... It's crazy because it changes it? the game in a lot of different ways. But the way, the way I find really cool is the players that literally would have flopped out of the league yeah, are, now are now, like, great players because people are like, this player has a great... Well, I, I feel like, and then there's whatever, and they players make them. that are the opposite who got by. They're not like, yeah, weren't good analytically, but just can't got by. So now they're getting uh, cut out of the league, and now they're like upset about it. But, but I mean, like cream rises to the cr- top. Boom. Speaking, sorry, survival of the fittest. Boom. Going back to what we said too, Boom. with this MGM, MGM deal, they're doing the NHL is going to start doing uh, tracking, so they'll like track the puck, the players, and everything. So it probably won't be available publicly ever. Or if it is, it'll be like a really refined version. But that's cool. So that well, you gotta NHL's get in the industry finally then. catching up to the other three leagues. Yeah. So you got to get in there then. You got to yeah. get in there and get those stats cooking. Well, uh, with baseball, they do that stats cast, stats track. And like some of that's available publicly. That's pretty cool stuff, yeah. Like, uh, refi- like a condensed version of it. But like they do it for all the way to like single A or rookie ball. Yeah. And now the NHL is just about to start doing it. So. Okay. Well, finally they're catching up with the times. Yeah, apparently. You know who knew the baseball would be the like, the f- not the most progressive sport. Yeah, really. Just taking here in analytics, everyone else's. Uh, it's a podcast. People can't see your hand. Up, down. <laughs> <laughs> Above, below. <laughs> Uh, just before... Well, just, sorry. Just okay, yeah, just good. Just go ahead, Nick. Tie back into the start of the conversation. Sid Sincero says a lot of dumb things. Does say a lot of dumb things. He's just things. like a blowhard. Like, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He just... 
Go. But he's that's also a lot of people on TV though. Like a lot of the people they give the big shows to is because they know they're going to piss people off and people are going to want to see and listen to what they say next because they're like, oh, what's this idiot going to say next? Like, I have a lot. I like Tim McAuliffe. I have a lot of respect for him because he he's really into Canadian sports. Like he pushes youth sports. He pushes CFL. But Sid just kind of I don't know says dumb stuff all the time. He's been funny like five times, and those clips on YouTube go go viral. And everyone loves him. Ah, uh-huh. no, he sucks. I wonder what his take's going to be on the new Jays manager. What's your take? I don't know much about him. Like he, I, said, he came in today and he said, or because he had his interview and he said, oh, so he said that he's a mix of uh, old school managing and analytics. And he said he's a big analytics guy. The Jays actually have a pretty good or pretty big analytics department now, I think. I think it's like four. Uh, I think it's like middle of the pack size wise. But, but uh, now when you hire a manager that's big in analytics, you have to make sure that you have those. Uh, statistics readily available for him. Yeah, the Houston Astros require their coaches, like their coach postings, you need to know SQL, which is um, like language coding to look up uh, databases for data. So like the coaches are required to know how to code, like at a basic level, but... That's that's pretty cool. So like, I don't think the Jays are going to to buy in that much. No, but I think they're going to improve. Yeah. Analytically. They're not going to trot like schmucks out there. This manager came from... uh, Tampa Bay, which is a very, one of the forefathers in analytics. Yeah, so I, I think, I think it'll be a good hire. Another Puerto Rican, the last Puerto Rican, uh, some guy goes by the name of Alex Cora. Worked out pretty well, so yeah, good to see another one, um, Puerto Rican born manager. I'm curious, uh, the rest of the staff, what's going to happen? Like, are they all clean house or? I would, I would. Would you? Uh, I might keep the bench coach. One of the bench coaches sought off. I wouldn't be surprised if the best bench coach left, though, because everyone thought he would get the job. Yeah. So he so. might be upset about it. I'm not sure. I don't know him. Yeah. The hitting coach. Did the pitching coach or the hitting coach get fired already? I think Pete Walker, the pitching coach, did. Yeah. I don't think he's very good. I don't know. The Jays. Uh, I think they should just wipe most of the, the like, plate clean, like, clean. Like, I think they should just. I think they should kind of accept that it's a new era and just kind of start over. Yeah, might as well. They got a new era of players and coaches, so they might as well. Yeah, exactly. So the last topic I have, you might have something else. I don't know. No, I only had one topic written down. Should I? Like, that's rude. Yeah. Coming unprepared, just basing it all on the king over here. Yeah. Okay. Well, WWE Evolution was last night. First ever all-woman's pay-per-view. Three nights ago in podcast land. It was Sunday night. So two nights. It would be two nights. Saturday night? No, Sunday night. Yeah, so never mind. Uh, Still two nights. Over fifty women competed, put on a really good show. Uh, apparently, everyone loved it. I only watched the first hour because the Red Sox were playing, and then I have the rest recorded. But yeah, apparently it was a great show, first ever. Very progressive. Very like the in WWE this year, a lot has changed. They have had like all these new women's matches, um, new women's events. Like the first first Hell in a Cell match, the first uh, last woman well, standing they, match. They stop calling them divas, start calling them. Yeah, they're all women's championships women. now. I think, and they're growing and growing. And I think they're going to have like a really large women's well, and, division and like, soon enough. The the body types, it's not all the same like it used to be. Now there's mm-hmm. like bigger women and uh, like Asian women and. Well, yeah, before they'd just bring in models to wrestle. Yeah. Like not even really wrestle. It'd just be like a two minute little. Yeah dipsy do kind of thing but now they actually like they have women who are really talented at wrestling yeah who are like and making it like creating a huge name for themselves as a brand like women wrestlers aren't just like seen as like a little you know just extra thing to add on to the night like a time filler like they're actually like people are excited and want to see these women wrestle now yeah very progressive but then you go in a week later and then the w is going to saudi arabia so you're like oh we're taking a step forward but then Women, women aren't even allowed to wrestle, like in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's you know, it step forward, step back. It amazes me how you can bring up WWE every episode. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's anybody out there who likes WWE, I'm sure they appreciate it. Yeah. Come on, start a podcast with Ryan. Yeah, we'll so start we... our own WWE podcast. Well, yeah. wrestling podcast. We'll cover the indies. I'm in a wrestling class, and today my I went through my lecture I'll videos. I went through my lecture videos today. Yeah. And um, 
it was videos of my teacher wrestling at really? Isaac's. Yeah. That's funny. So, and then me and Nick are going to a wrestling event at Brock in uh, November 23rd. It's at uh, the school. And come and say hello to us, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah, you can come watch some wrestling. It's called Sm- Smash Wrestling. It's like $20 ticket. Boom. Uh, it's for my class, but like, we're, I would go anyways. Pretty, I, I like that. Well, you probably wouldn't because it wasn't advertised well. If I found it, though, I would have. Yeah. But it, yeah, like, like I mean, advertising's poor. Especially like in first year, you would have like it would have been like two second walk from your house. Oh yeah, just like walk over to Isaac's right from the but, court. But like, if they had it, you wouldn't have known. Yeah, and then tended on a tend my topics on um, sadder note. Roman Reigns was diagnosed with leukemia, or he he announced his diagnosis last Monday night. Oh, yeah. After we recorded the podcast, um, when I watched Raw, he, he came out and said that he, after 11 years of battle, he, he had it, went away. 11 years later, he got it again. Uh, so he's taking a, a hiatus right now, taking a break to focus on his health and get treated for leukemia. Um, best wishes to him. Hopefully, he'll be back soon enough. The WWE did a good job of um, like presenting it. Like they... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way they did it and the he wanted to do it differently to, um than you, like he could have just hid behind it and like oh it's an injury stepped away, but he wanted to raise more money and raise awareness, so yeah. props to him for that. Everyone loves him in the locker room. You see that after everyone was Yeah. Speaking about well it, it must be quite a fraternity in WWE cuz you're not really competing with people cuz like it's a show like so you have no you're it's just like it's almost like a, i'm sure some build like each like other a but yeah TV show it'd be like uh, castmates where yeah you're with each other so much that you oh yeah create this bond yeah but speaking about raising money you have something to talk about yeah so i'm going to drop this on thursday i have created a gofundme account november 1st yeah november 1st i'm going to post it on facebook and twitter um and i'll post it on i guess our, our instagram but i was going to post it's um I'm creating like a little organization, a little fundraiser called Toys for Good Boys, brackets and girls, you know, 2018. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to raise money. I'm going to put $100 of my own money. And then whatever else uh, anybody can give, I'm going to take. I'm going to buy toys and I'm going to buy treats. And I'm going to go to the local OSPCA shelter. And I'm going to give all these dogs and cats toys uh like as a christmas gift like i'll be santa you know are you gonna dress up i think i feel like it'd be cool to dress up but you know i don't have a santa costume but well i was gonna say buying a santa costume will cut into the toys yeah bet. no but yeah anyways so if you if you can donate anything i uh, appreciate it if not you know i'll show i'll post some pics of the dogs and you can see them with their toys and stuff i just got to contact uh OSPCA again just to make sure the specifics of everything but yeah I'll post it on Thursday I'll do it like a November to December and then when I get back from Christmas break I'll buy the toys and head on over yep that's my spiel uh I don't think we really have much housekeeping to do with the podcast I don't think there's much else to talk about during this podcast you know follow us on Instagram at Good guy, bad take on Twitter. We were tweeting a lot. We're Instagramming, posting a lot. Yeah, uh, you can follow our personal Twitters. Or at least you can follow mine. I don't know if Ryan accepts other people's follows. Um, you know, it's uh, I can't promise I'll follow you back. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not gonna follow you back. Nick but... would follow you back. Nick would follow anybody back. So I followed 800 people last week, or I was following 800 people, and I was bored in lecture. So I was like, I'll go through and cut people out. I cut 300 people out and I like unfollowed 300 people yesterday or last week. And I still think I need, need to go through it again. I I did that with Facebook the other day and I was like, just took off like 150 well, people. We we're talking, me and you earlier, now that I, or the new iOS keeps track of your screen times. Oh man. I'm, we're on Twitter way too much. I was like 25 hours on Twitter last week. Probably should relax with that. I'm on my phone five hours a day. Like, there's Same. 24 hours a day, and I'm on five of it. I'm on my phone. Like, that's too much. So. Yeah, I I was on my phone, like, just a little bit less than you. And I had, like, but I had, like, 40 less pickups than you. You picked your phone up way more than me, but I was yeah. on my phone longer. Yeah. When I, I did pick it up. I my phone a lot, apparently. Yeah, you're a big phone pickup guy. I, not to brag, but I get, like, 
a lot of notifications a day. So, yeah. anyways, uh, if that's it. Yep. See you next week. See you next week. Go Sox, go. World champs. Woo!